This episode of Proper English is brought to you by words you can say in front of your mother and the idiom to let off steam. Goodness blimey. Fiddlesticks. Flipping heck. Sometimes you want to say something that expresses exactly how you feel, don't you, Ali? You do, Dave. And sometimes that might be a swear word. But of course, there are times when swearing is an absolute no-no. During a job interview. In front of a class full of children. Or in front of your mother. English has no shortage of swear words. And if you really want to find out about them and how to use them, then you could watch The History of Swear Words on Netflix. It's very funny. And very sweary, obviously. But also quite educational. So that's where you can go if you want to swear like a native speaker. But if you want to learn substitute words that won't get you into trouble, then stick with us. Now... According to Steven Pinker, who's both a psychologist and a linguist, we use swear words for five different purposes. We can use swear words or expletives particularly descriptively, as dysphemisms, in fact. Marvellous word. Mm -hmm. I've never heard it before. I know the word euphemism, which describes a word we use instead of a rude or harsh word. Brilliant. Well, a dysphemism is the opposite. Ah. We use a profanity when a perfectly polite word would do. All right, OK. We often apply both euphemisms and dysphemisms when talking about death, for example. Mm -hmm. We get uncomfortable talking about death, so we use euphemisms like passed away or lost. But if we're trying to get a laugh or maybe being dismissive about our own mortality, we might say something like, when I pop my clogs, I want to be cremated. Or... The neighbour's goldfish pegged it yesterday. Another category of swearing is to be abusive. Now, in English, we often like to insult people by questioning their intelligence, by calling them an idiot, for example. There are varying degrees of offensiveness, of course. So, particularly mean and offensive synonyms for idiot and moron and cretin. And it would be completely wrong to call a child either of those, and certainly not your mother. Definitely. But kind of fun ones are nincompoop, ninny, burke, and my particular favourite, twerp. What about twit? Oh yeah, twit's a good one too. And I guess somewhere in the middle, insulting, but not outright rude, would be fool or half-wit. Or way-faced loon. (laughs) No, that one is just funny. (laughs) Okay, so the next category is idiomatic. This is harder to give examples for, as it's used to shock or to appear cool, so generally needs an expletive. I suppose we could say holy cow instead of holy... Yes, we can definitely get away with that. Robin. In the garden? Probably. But I'm not sure what that has to do with... No, Batman and Robin, the camp 1960s television series starring Adam West and Burt Ward. Go on. Well, whenever Robin was surprised or puzzled by anything, he would say, holy bat trap, Batman, or holy headache, or (laughs) holy jackpot, Batman. And these are all perfect as examples of idiomatic cussing. Oh, Here's another one. We can say somebody is a pain in the ass. In front of your mum? I remember saying arse in front of my mum when I was about 13. 
and she laughed like a drain. Mm, I don't think I could say that in front of my mother now. Well, okay then. Pain in the backside then. Okay. So what's the fourth category, Dave? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ali. Emphasis. I flipping love my new camera. I blooming hate horror films. That banana cake is damn delicious. We've had a heck of a lot of rain this winter. This category is quite fun. I could have said I really love my new camera, but it sounds more forceful with flipping or blimming. You could have said that the banana cake was very delicious. But you pushed your luck a bit with damned. I did. Mm. Okay, in front of your mum, but probably not in front of a young child. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so before we look at the final category, let's talk about arse, crap, cack and damn. Well, really? (laughs) Proceed with caution with these four. Yeah. They aren't strong swear words, and some people don't consider them swear words at all, but others really don't like to hear them. I think crap is more offensive to the British than it is to Americans. (laughs) And finally, we swear as catharsis. Ooh, nice Greek word, catharsis. A purification or purgation that brings about a release from tension. Greek theatre. Mm. Oh, when we want to swear because we're hurt or shocked or furious, we can replace the profanity with something more socially acceptable. There is a wide range of cathartic curse words that would be perfectly okay to use in front of your mum. And interestingly, a lot of them are derived from old religious oaths. Oh yeah, these are called minced oaths. Mm -hmm. Like you would say, shoot or shut the front door, for instance. Minced oaths? Ah, as in mincing your words. Choosing your words carefully so as not to offend. Exactly. And back in the day... It was not acceptable to use the name of God or Jesus as you were going about your daily business. And particularly if you banged your thumb with a hammer or stubbed your toe, you would say... Jeepers creepers! Instead of... Jesus Christ, that hurt! Or... God blimey! Instead of... God blind me! And if we were a little upset about something... Oh, for Pete's sake, I've forgotten the password for my Facebook account again. Pete? Pete who? St Peter. The chap who greets you at the gates of heaven, of course. Oh, well, I never knew that. Somebody who swears a lot might be described as having a potty mouth. A potty is what little children use as a toilet, short for chamber pot, which is what my grandma used to have under their bed, otherwise known as a guzunder. Maybe more information than we needed, Dave. (laughs) Fair enough. Anyway... Being a potty mouth means you have a dirty mouth. So maybe you need to wash your mouth out with soap and water. Ooh, carbolic. (laughs) And if someone says something rude, you can say to them, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? We might say they swear like a trooper, which is a soldier, Uh or like a navvy, which is a person who worked on building roads or canals. Ah, Navi is a shortening of the word that was often used for canals, navigations. So, navvies built navigations. Just so you know. Blimey, now it's time for Idiom of the Flipping Week. Idiom of the Flipping Week! Davidson and Roberts were doing a spot of overnight surveillance on a suspected cat burglar. He was suspected of breaking into rich people's houses and stealing their pedigree cats. 
Detective Inspector Davidson noticed that her usually lugubrious sidekick was unusually reticent, almost withdrawn. Would you care for a donut, Roberts? Not especially, ma'am. You know, it's quite the cliché, the fondness the police are supposed to have for donuts. I'm not bothered about them myself, ma'am. Oh, is it? How very remiss of me not to know that. Especially as Dirk is so fond of my doughnuts. Loves a sugary deep-fried treat, does my husband? Hmm. Well, I doesn't. I hope I've made myself clear, Mum. Crystal clear, Sergeant. Clear as the air we're breathing. Um, Roberts? Mum. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Depends on the question, Mum. I beg your pardon? Nothing, Mum. Fire away. Is everything okay at home, Roberts? Oh, right as rain, ma'am. Roxy and me have never been better as it goes. Why do you ask? Well, you do seem a little off recently. Bit snippy. What do you mean, snippy? Snippy? How very dare you, ma'am. I'm never snippy. Oh. Come along now, Robert. Bob, is there something you want to talk about? You know, you can talk to me about anything. Well... All right then, there is something, something at work, somebody actually. Oh dear, who? Well it's... Go on. It's... It's me, isn't it? Go on, admit it, I've been pushing you too hard recently. It's only because I see such potential... No, it's not you. I think the world of you, Mum. No, it's that dreadful new Sergeant Sergeant. He thinks he's my boss, keeps ordering me about, sending me off for his coffee. I tried telling him no, but he said he'd have me up for a disciplinary and I can't stand it no more, Mum. And no more, I say. Oh, thank goodness for that. I thought... Well, never mind. Anyway, we can soon sort this out, Roberts. We can? Of course we can. Paintballing. We could go on a weekend team-building exercise. Exactly. That'll be wonderful. A chance for us all to let our hair down. The new sergeant's bald, ma'am. Oh, yes. How unfortunate. Well, the rest of us can. We can all get to know each other better. Let off a bit of steam. Do what? I mean, it's not like we're kettles or overheating radiators, Mark. Oh, for goodness sake, Roberts. Letting off steam's an idiom. It means to release some pressure. Strong feelings. And I can confirm I've got a lot of strong feelings that need releasing. Now, now, Roberts. I'm sure it's not that bad. Sergeant Sergeant's probably feeling quite insecure being in the big city. He's probably overcompensating. Oh, I suppose so. He really gets on my nerves, Mum. Well, a weekend paintballing should get that out of your system. At the very least, it'll give you the opportunity to shoot him without the complication of legal proceedings. Yes, Mum. Thank you, Mum. And Roberts? Yes, Mum. Do you really think the world of me? Oh, for peace' sake. And here we are at the... <clears throat> and here we are 
at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've enjoyed listening in on our conversation. And please, make sure you rate and review us on your favourite podcast app, because it helps us to get noticed. And it would be perfect if you recommended us to a friend. Or a family member. Or a fellow student. It makes us so happy when we get new subscribers. The more the merrier. We also love getting feedback, so why not get in touch? Tell us what you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. But how, Ali? How? Well, our email address is properenglish, or one word, at sapo.pt. Or you can go to Instagram, or Twitter, or Facebook if you have them. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English. Jerk. Blighter. Muppet. Fraggle. Numpty. Creep. Rotter. Scumbag. Swine.